ready to stop spinning your wheels and start moving your business forward, you're in the right place. On each episode of Accelerate to Achieve, we'll discuss a crucial step in the journey, offering tips and advice that you can apply immediately within your own company. From financial management to customer success to digital transformation, we'll cover it all while providing leadership lessons from top industry insiders. In just 15 minutes, you'll be inspired to build momentum through action and achieve incredible results. Welcome to Accelerate to Achieve, the podcast that moves you from question to answer and idea to execution. Hello, and welcome back to the latest edition of the Accelerate to Achieve podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Walter, the founder of Perils Advisory. It can be hard, even in the best of times, to keep all our plates spinning in the air. When you throw in levels of uncertainty and change never seen before, it's almost impossible to pull things off. Our guest today has experienced just that throughout the last year and is here to share what was learned and how she managed to navigate all these potholes while so many had to pull off the road. Lori Ryan is the president of the Exton Region Chamber of Commerce and responsible for the strategic planning and operation of the organization, serving the interest of its many business members. As the pandemic dramatically impacted commerce, particularly on the local and regional level, she spearheaded efforts to support, inform, and advocate on behalf of businesses, all the while guiding the chamber in determining how it could best assist its stakeholders. Lori, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, share my story. So I'd love to jump straight into your story. And if you could just tell us a little bit more about the situation you found yourself in kind of March timeframe in 2020. And, you know, as it started, how was the level of chaos compounding for you? So, yes, uh, you know, I think about this a lot. The Exton Region Chamber of Commerce is one of nine chambers in Chester County, and we're known for our networking opportunities. Um, we are very successful at it because of our members and the ability and willingness for our members to connect and, and lift each other up um, at any time. And uh, we found ourselves like a lot of businesses in the Exton region really poised to do amazing uh, in 2020. Um, we had had 21 new members in just two short months, a lot of renewals, and everything was well on track. And then everything shut down. Um, I work in a, a very spacious office full of space for networking and meetings. And now I was in my living room um, with a little table, hoping it was just a two week stint working from home. Um, and trying to figure out like most businesses and individuals and organizations in the, in the country, really, what are we gonna do next? Um, and it, it was frankly uh, terrifying because what I am best at is making connections to um, support businesses and nonprofits. And I'm known as a fixer and I had no idea what I was fixing or how to fix it. And um, that is very humbling to say the least, especially when you're thinking of industries like restaurants and hospitality and gyms um, that movie taverns 
um, that were just, you know, really didn't have much hope of opening for, for quite a long time. Um, fear uh, about people being sick or the frontline workers. Um, and you just would hear all these stories. And, and frankly, as you mentioned, you could, I could have just gone to the side of the road as many could, but realized that's not what the chamber is or this community is. We're about lifting each other up and um, like, you know, like a rising tide, rising all sh raising all ships. Um, and it just happened to be that some <laughs> boats were dry and some boats were really wet. Um, what, what got me through it, and um, I can say this about a lot of other chambers as well, is we all collaborated. Um, I'm a regional chamber and had the opportunity to um, work closely with other regional chambers, but also county chamber, state chamber, the US chamber, to provide as much information as we could gather so that I could share it with my members. Um, I didn't realize how many people on my email list uh, that aren't members were, were reaching out because they didn't have that, um, that safety net of knowledge um, as a non-member. You know, I, I like to think of it that way. And I was learning more and more about things I never even had a clue um, about. And that was, um, you know, working with the chambers as well as the county, um, the county and the state uh, government were, was providing as much information as, as they could receive it about how to apply for grants and apply for loans and the PPP and getting PPE. Um, I, I remember the county requisitioned a lot of PPE um, for nonprofits and small businesses. And, and it was very reasonable. And it was such a thrill for me to be able to, to deliver in person, even with masks and you know, 12 feet apart, just to like be out and, and being around people again. So um, it, it, was, it, it was quite an interesting um, time. Uh, I still have a little bit of PTSD about it, but I am happy that uh, I was able to take all that information that was provided me, not just from those, those outlets, but also members as well. I mean, I know I've reached out to you, Ryan, with your expertise um, about feedback, as well as other members of mine who own small businesses or run nonprofits to you know, really get the information or the connections that I needed for people with their unemployment or the pandemic unemployment or the gig worker one, um, what to do if they, they didn't receive it. So um, my job really became more about, instead of throwing events, more about um, attending meetings to get information and then communicating that, whether it was from my website, um, email, social media, in person, on the phone, so that we could really just rise above it together. Um, and we try really hard to fight to open up the Chester County again. And, and it, it took a lot longer than we had hoped or expected or, or frankly think was warranted. Um, and a lot of businesses, if they haven't closed already, don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and that's where we fit in as well about making those connections for places where there could be some collaboration with mergers or acquisitions, or even just connecting with people about reinventing their, their business, um, similar to things that you suggested with uh, online ordering and that type of thing.
I'll stop there for a second. No, I think that's great. You know, one of the things that I sort of feels really heartfelt in, in what you said was, uh, particularly in light of throughout 2020, how difficult it was to see any two groups uh, being able to communicate effectively together, whether it be political, local, or you name it, to hear about how much all the different groups at all levels kind of banded together and were there to, um, you know, support one another. So, you know, I'd like to thank you for helping lead that charge and and being part of it. And, you know, I'm interested. Uh, Obviously, you were there in the beginning and, and you talked a bit about how historically it was much more about helping folks network and connect. And, and now it was uh, a lot of people from your customers and your stakeholders maybe not having information. What else did you learn about your customers and stakeholders there? And what else did you determine were key things you needed to do to continue to provide them value? Um, the, the one thing that really, um, really shouted out to me, or I don't even know a better word, but is how many stories there were of people lifting each other up. Um, People, restaurants or or caterers donating food, uh, combining with with different individuals or companies to support um, the essential workers, um, banding together to support each other. And they're, they're not necessarily chamber members, but everybody was just trying to help each other get through this. Um, a lot of chambers have very limited staffing, including mine. Um, a number of people had to lay off their staff. And so there was a lot more to be done um, to support the businesses without, um, without the staff. So we would help each other um, to, to get the information that we needed to share and to connect the people. Um, it, it, I saw not only in the business world and the chamber world, but the nonprofit world as well, where silos kind of broke down um, a lot. So that at the end of the day, it was more about getting people back to work safely, getting kids back to school so that people could go to work, just trying to do anything we could to um, work on the recovery uh, in Chester County and Exton region. Um, and, and, and frankly, the struggle is still real. Um, and and our, while we were able to have a little bit more light at the end of the tunnel, especially with the vaccines that are hard to find in Chester County, um, uh, to, you know, providing that kind of information so that we can start to, to gather in person if, if we choose, um, plan some of these uh, events so that people have the opportunity to showcase who they are in their business. Um, frankly, it is challenging as long as people are working remotely for, um, for interaction with chambers or, or other small businesses that um, their customers are those employees. Um, and, and, and you see that with the, the, um, the dry cleaner or the salon. Uh, people even clothes. I, I went to buy a, a suit, and there's no suits because everyone's wearing, um, you know, nice comfy clothes from home. So it, it's just changing the perspective of a lot of things. And so I have to be um, leading the charge of okay, it's not going to be the same. Um, and and how can we make the connections you need to make it better or the same or 
it's not going to be the same, but um, move on that way. You know, it's funny. One of the things you said uh, a little earlier in that statement reminded me, um, very fortunate. I've spent a lot of time internationally for work in the past. And uh, while it's, it's, it's easy at time for, you know, the U.S. to be the butt of some jokes, um, depending on where you fall on the spectrum at times, um, obviously, uh, when you're leading things in the world, it, you can be a target. What I would tell you, though, consistently, we I've always heard from folks is even even with all of that, they said, you're still the most kind of giving country. You're still the most like when the chips are down, you contribute more, you roll your sleeves up, you help your neighbor more than we've seen. And I think to the point you mentioned, um, we saw a lot of that. And, you know, maybe there's some lessons we can take out of there. And then as you sort of continued on, you mentioned having to adapt um, and having to respond to what maybe was the new reality and what people needed. I think in the end of the day, you know, it all really comes down to how are you helping people? How are you servicing them? Um, And it's a testament to what you've done to sort of pick that up and figure out where you could provide the greatest help. Um, Because I think a lot of places got caught flat footed as a result and, and had a hard time turning, you know, the corner on it. So, you know, I think there's a lot of businesses out there that thank you for that. Thank you. And I mean, I really do think I, I, there are certain words I really, or phrases I really don't ever want to hear again. Um, but we are all in, you know, in it together. So, um, and I think you will see more and more collaborations uh, as we move forward to support each other and not just knock each other down. And um, that's that's something um, because every, you know, we, we talk about schools or vaccines, whatever it is, there's a lot, um, a lot of still, a lot of uncertainty still that we all have to work together to get through. And um, however I can help to share those, that word or provide assistance, that's what we're here for. So as we, you know, wrap up here, and I think this was a, you know, terrific outline of, of all the things you've done, your ability to sort of respond to real big gaps in communications. And, and I think everyone knew, and, and for maybe those not as familiar with business, guidance on, on what we need to do and changing guidance. There was so much there, and, and your willingness and ability to sort of serve as a conduit and help, um, I think, helped a lot of groups out. Looking at the bigger picture, um, we all at times, and hopefully never, nothing as big as this again, uh, face situations where, you know, the rugs pulled out from under us. Um, whatever we plan for just is no longer there. The uh, world has changed. So when that happens, beyond advising people, just give up, because I don't think any of us would do that. You know, no. what advice do you have for people when, you know, your world is turned upside down and you need to sort of soldier on? I think um, clearly what we learned the most from from 2020 is that we do have to have a plan, um, a pivot plan. And it shouldn't be necessarily just a uh, afterthought or a gut knee jerk reaction. And I don't care um, who you are, what your organization is. Um, It really is important to start thinking of, okay, if this doesn't happen, what do we do then? And it's uncomfortable, uh, especially for nonprofits or not-for-profits like myself, but it's really important. It's also important to keep those relationships that were started during a pandemic so that if something happens, good, bad, or, or indifferent, 
that we have that um, core group to reach out to be part of. Um, I know the Restore Chester County has started meeting again um, on a every other week basis. Um, we had taken some time off after everything opened. Um, I met uh, a lot less frequently, but um, there's still work to be done. And um, we need to, to, to uh, get the recovery um, well on its way and, and be prepared that um, what we learned uh, in 2020, we should keep in the back of our mind at all times and be prepared uh, that something different or the same could happen again and that we got through it and to prepare for, for what kinds of twists and turns that might bring us. Well, Laura, I think that's a great place to sort of wrap things up. And thank you, A, for joining us today. And, and, and thank you for short, sharing the story because obviously it, it wasn't one that was a uh, straight path and I'm sure had its uh, trials and tribulations. It's not always easy to relive that, but there's so much folks can learn from this. And I know on behalf of so many uh, in the region and nation for all folks like yourself have done, you know, thank you. And we really appreciate it. And thank you, Ryan. I, I don't think any of us could do it without um, individuals and businesses and, and companies uh, sharing their expertise, including uh, you and uh, Perel's advisory. So um, I really appreciate your taking the time out of your day to include me in your podcast. And uh, if there's anything else I can help with, please reach out to me um, at the Exeter Region Chamber of Commerce for anybody that, that needs help or advice or a way to connect with other members. You know, we learn pretty early in life how little control we truly have. But when things shift from the typical day-to-day -day crazy to ludicrous speed, you can understand why someone would ask if they can just get off the ride. Now, I'd like to thank Lori for sharing her recent experiences with us, as well as some incredible advice that can benefit everyone. We may not always be in control, but we can control how we respond to it. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to joining you on the next episode. Until then, I'm Ryan Walter, and remember that solving your biggest business problem begins when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more. At Parallels Advisory, our focus is your business's future. Having the right insight, experience, and perspective makes all the difference when tackling far-reaching issues within your company. We are here to simplify the steps, unlock your potential, and move you forward making your vision a reality. We've helped startups achieve massive growth, mid-sized businesses navigate digital transformation, and enterprises embrace innovation. Wondering how to jumpstart your business and move it forward? Contact us to discuss your audacious goals during a complimentary consultation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Accelerate to Achieve. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. Don't forget to share the show with others who want more for their businesses. Got a question, feedback on the program, or interested in being a guest? Simply go to perils.co forward slash A2A dash podcast and send us a message. That's P-A-R-R-E-L-S dot C-O forward slash A, the number two, A dash podcast. To learn more about our work or to book a consultation, visit us at perils.co forward slash contact. Until next time, remember that solving your biggest business problems begin when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more.